Ciao a tutti, Nox qui, bentornato. Ah yes, hello everyone, Nox here, and welcome back to Getting Spooky with Nox. Today we're back with another paranormal episode, and we'll be discussing Pavalia Island in the season one finale. Yep, you heard that right. Today is the last episode of season one before I take a small hiatus to prepare for season two. I want to say I'm sorry that this is late. I was sick, and then my mom was away on vacation, so I just didn't have time to record um, or do the research. I also want to say thank you um, for your love and your support. At first, I didn't know if I was going to do this podcast or not because I hate the way I sound on recordings. And I also, I just, I hate talking in front of people. So I'm glad I really pushed myself to do this podcast. I've really enjoyed it. And I feel like I've become more confident as the episodes have progressed. So yeah, just a huge thank you. And before we begin, I also want to mention some trigger warnings. I mentioned a possible suicide. I also talk about the deaths of plague victims. And I mentioned lobotomies. I don't go into too much detail about these topics, but I wanted to mention them just in case they are potentially triggering to anybody listening. Um, I just, I don't want anybody to be triggered by the content in this podcast episode, so please um, proceed with caution, and as always, your discretion is advised. So let's talk about Pavelia now, shall we? So Pavelia is an island that is located in the northern part of Italy near Venice. There's actually a canal that splits the island in two, and the first record of Pavelia can be found in the year 421. The island had been inhabited by people until about 1379 when warfare struck the area and residents were forced to flee. In 1793 till about 1814, the island was used as a quarantine for people suffering from the plague. And even before that, people you know, were sent there as a quarantine. The government decided, hey, no one's using this island, so let's take our sick here. That way we can hopefully prevent a mass outbreak. Um, And now, as we know, for like the bubonic plague and everything, that didn't really help because so many people got sick and it just spread through Europe like wildfire. So we know that it didn't really help, but it was a good idea. Now, um, I don't know how many of you are familiar with plague doctors, but if you're not, I'm going to talk a little bit about them right now. So plague doctors back in the day, they wore these masks with a beak. And I got to say, if I saw a plague doctor coming at me with that beak mask, I'd be low-key kind of terrified. But the beak served a purpose. They would put herbs, straw, and spices into the beak because they thought that this would prevent them from getting sick. And they, because they believed at the time that plagues and other diseases traveled through the air and were present in bad smells, which we know part of that is true. Germs do travel um, through the air. They can be transmitted when airborne. It's why they say to cover your mouth when you cough or you sneeze. Um, but it wasn't always helpful because, as we know, some things like the bubonic plague um, were not really transmitted when airborne. We know that the bubonic plague was transmitted through flea bites and things like that. Um, so it didn't always help, but they had the right idea with a mask because, you know, protecting your face can really help protect you from getting sick. Um, so we, we know that it did help a little bit, but not always. And I'm going to mention this. It's a it's kind of like a fun little side note. Um, I don't know how many of you know this, but there's a game called the Arcana game, and I love this game. This is not sponsored, by the way, but there's a doctor on this game. His name is Julian, and when you first meet him, he's wearing one of those plague doctor masks, because in the game, um, before it starts, there's, like, this history of there was this plague, and Julian was one of the doctors trying to create a cure for it. So yeah, I just, the first time I saw that, I was like, hey, that looks like one of the Plague Doctor masks. And it is, because I think the one of the islands in the game is actually based off of Pavalia. I asked the game developers about it, 
um, and they said, yeah, that they had kind of based the island off of Pavalia. So I thought that was cool and interesting. And the cool thing about this game, and let me say this, I don't, I forget if I mentioned this, I am not sponsored. This is not me plugging in a sponsorship. I just, I really love this game. But the cool thing about this game is it's a visual novel, and uh, you, your character, you can't see your character, so you can imagine how your character looks. You can also give it whatever name you want to give your character. Um, you can choose pronouns, like he, she, they, um, so you can choose your pronouns, and it's, it's a really cool game. I really enjoy it. It's, it's a lot of fun, and again, this is not sponsored. I just, I really love this game, and I thought it'd be a a lighthearted topic to bring up before we get into the, the heavier stuff of this, of this podcast. So yeah, if you want to check it out, it's called The Arcana Game it's kind of cool i mean it is cool it's not kind of cool it is cool um so yeah just just a little plug right there this is not sponsored again i i swear to god i'm not i'm not sponsored i just really love this game so anyways let's get back to the episode um it's said that over a hundred thousand people died on the island and that they were buried or cremated there some of them were even reported to still be alive and the reason why was just because they had so many people getting sick that they were running out of room and they just they couldn't do anything about it and some people were either buried or cremated alive which is just it's a horrifying thought that these people were not given a chance to try and beat this this illness that they had and it's just it's a sad thought and I've heard of stuff like that happening before like in the civil war um I don't remember if this was if I mentioned this in my uh exchange hotel episode but during the civil war when the bodies would come on the trains uh at the train depot they would stack the bodies up and some of them would not even be dead but they would be stacked with the dead and they would just die where they were because no one knew that they were still alive that but that they were just seriously injured so it's a sad thought that some people could have been saved but just because of the amount of people coming in that they they didn't get that chance because there were just too many. Um, rumors also claim that nearly 50% of the soil has human remains in it. And I know at one point, like, I've heard stories that I don't know how true this is, but I've heard stories that the island was just covered in the ash from the people that they had cremated. Um, so that's, I think that's another reason why this island is um, haunted is just because of how many people died there and because that their remains are still there and that their bodies never left this island. And there was also a mass grave discovered on a nearby islands of Lazaretto Vecchio and Lazaretto Nuovo um, of plague victims. So even they had other islands that were just filled with plague victims and that they were buried here. Um, in 1922, the buildings on the island were actually converted into an asylum and was used as such until it closed in about 1968. Uh, there were rumors that a doctor performed lobotomies there and that he was driven mad by the ghosts of the island that had come to haunt him. And they say that this man was not a very good man, like he was not a nice man. So I can see if his patients came back to haunt him to get revenge for what he had done to them. So I can see um, that happening. And they said that uh, he was driven mad by it and that he died in the 1930s after he jumped from the bell tower. Now, this is the supposed the supposed suicide that I mentioned earlier, because some people believe that he was pushed by the ghost that haunted him, haunted him, that he wasn't actually that he didn't actually jump from the tower. Residents that live near the island claim that they can hear the bell chiming in the tower even though it had been removed years ago. Now, Pavilia is off limits to visitors, but 
I think you can get permission from the government um, because Ghost Adventures were able to visit the island back in 2009. But I think you have to be, like, a serious investigator for this to happen. Because, like, Ghost Adventures, it, it was a TV show. Um, and I feel like if you're, like, a historian or something, you might be able to get special permission. But I think you have to prove that you're not going to do anything to harm the island or disrespect it or anything like that. So don't quote me on that. But I, I feel like you can get special permission. Um, but I, I don't know how often that's given out or if it's hard to get permission. So just don't go to the island unless you have permission because it is illegal. You will probably be arrested if you go there because it's trespassing. So just be aware of that. It is not open to the general public. They don't even do tours to Pavalia. Um, in 2019, the island was actually put up for sale, but no sale ever went through. And to this day, the island still sits undisturbed. Uh, they wanted to turn the island into a spot for a luxury hotel, but I highly doubt that anybody would want to stay there and wake up with a ghost standing next to their bed in their room. I, but I mean, like, if you're a paranormal investigator and you went there, that's what you're after. So I feel like people that are investigating the paranormal would be okay with it but if you're just like an average joe on holiday in italy and you're staying on this island at this nice hotel and you wake up to a ghost in your room you're not gonna be too happy and you're probably gonna want to leave so i feel like that's another reason why people decided not to build a hotel there it was just because too many people were like nah that place is haunted i'm not staying there so no one would ever made a profit there some people have described the island as hell or even one of the most haunted locations on earth. Uh, given its history with plague victims going there to die, a doctor performing lo uh, lobotomies, and it being a mental asylum, there isn't a doubt in my mind that this island is haunted because when you have that much death and pain in its history, it's hard to believe that the very soil of the place isn't scarred with the deaths of the past and that its its history is haunting the island. Um, so yeah, I just, I believe, I could believe that it is haunted or severely haunted just because of everything that's happened on the island. Uh, one of the island's ghosts is known as Little Maria. She was a plague victim, and now her soul haunts the island. And the story goes that she was actually separated from her parents when the plague broke out, and it's been reported that you can see her looking across the lagoon and crying. Many people say that she's looking toward her hometown of Malam Malamoko? Oh, I, I am so sorry. I probably mispronounced that. Malamoko. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Um, my Italian is not that great. I'm gonna, I haven't practiced in a while, so I, I'm really sorry. Uh, Zach Bagans, who is the lead investigator on Ghost Adventures, claims that he was possessed by a spirit on Pavilion. So if you want to check that out, I believe they have a clip on it, a clip of it on, uh, Travel Channel's website, if you go to Ghost Adventures. So if you want to see that, just, just go to TravelChannel.com. Uh, Again, not sponsored. I, somebody please sponsor me. I keep plugging all these things <laughs> into my podcast. I'm not sponsored, I swear. Um, but yeah, but if you want to see that, you know, you can just go to Travel Channel. Uh, Venetians believe that the island is a place where evil spirits go, that, there is, that it is their purgatory. One man even said, and I quote, when an evil man dies, he wakes up in Pavalia, end quote. With the dark history there, I can honestly say I wouldn't be surprised if that were true. But I feel like, again, like, my belief is that if you die somewhere or if you had an attachment to a place, that's where you go when you die. 
like if if you died a, a horrible tragic death or you died too soon and you had unfinished business i feel like if your soul is attached to a place then that's where you'll go so i don't know how true it is if like if you're a bad person you wake up on like pavilia but i i could see it like i could see if there were like purgatories on earth um and you believe that a place was evil enough that that's where the bad people went like I I feel like that could be a thing but again I feel more like if your spirit is attached to a place that's where you go if you have like unfinished business or you die too soon or you die if you died tragically that's where you go um so Pavalia is scarred by its past and still sits abandoned to this day please do not visit unless you're given special permission by the government because it is illegal to go as I mentioned earlier um and I I hope you enjoyed this episode Uh, And I I hope you enjoyed the season one finale of Getting Spooky with Knox. I also hope you enjoyed season one of Getting Spooky with Knox. I've had so much fun sharing all the information I have uncovered with you and with you all. And I can't wait to come back for season two. There is no return date yet, but it'll probably be late spring, early summer when I make my comeback. Um, So, yeah, I just I haven't decided yet. I'm doing the research now and getting the episodes together. I just I haven't decided anything permanent yet. But if you keep an eye out on my Twitter and I'll even do a trailer for season two, letting you know the the comeback date and everything. So, yeah, just keep an eye on those things. Um, If you have any questions or comments or if you wish to request a paranormal urban legend, secret society or true crime episode, you can message me through my Twitter at Spooky Knox. Email me at gettingspookywithme at gmail.com or message me through my website, which is linked in my Twitter bio. Thank you all for listening. I hope you all stay safe and have a good day. I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.